I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, for years now, I've given you a ton of stories on remote workers and digital nomads on this podcast, but I've come to realize that many of you beginners are still unsure on how to take the first steps to creating a freedom lifestyle through online work. Maybe you've been too afraid to take the plunge or just don't feel confident enough to land that online job due to inexperience. Well, I'm excited to announce that I've created a new YouTube series called Trying Remote, where I try a new online job or gig every month month to give you a glimpse of what it takes to land a remote job. So if you need a little boost to try something new or just want to see what it takes to get started, you can go to theoffbeatlife.com slash trying remote. Again, you can go to theoffbeatlife.com slash trying remote to find our videos and to subscribe to our new series on YouTube. So please come and join me there so we can uncomfortably grow together. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Paula, where she is going to share what is the day-to-day life like living in Thailand as a digital nomad slash remote worker. Hey Paula, how are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I am wonderful, of course, because I'm talking to you and learning so much from your experiences, Paula. So before we get to all of your tips and tricks, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? As I have this passion for traveling, uh, I thought that joining that passion and being able to provide for myself with a stable job would be the perfect thing to do. So um, I asked at the company I was working for. I was I was working in an office too, but I asked them, like I made a proposal if I can um, work um, remotely. And they said yes, because my, my job right now doesn't require me to be present. So they said yes. And yeah, I took that advantage to... Uh, meet new places, meet new countries, different cultures. That's what I really like to do. Well, that is a great opportunity to have. And also it was amazing that your company has said yes to that. And I'm actually really interested in that, Paula, before we get to to our tips on how your life is like in Thailand, how did you propose to the company that you can, if you can start working remotely, did you write them a letter? Did you talk to your manager? Like what were some of the points that you placed in that message so you can convince them that you can live in in Thailand and in Southeast Asia? Well, I was very straight to the point. We had a meeting, my contract was about to, um, to finish and we had a meeting to know if I want to renovate or we finish there. Uh, and I said, I will only continue working with you if I work remotely. Uh, I'm going to Thailand. If you want me to work for you, I will. <laughs> if you don't want, I won't. I will not. That was it. <laughs> I love that. that. You're just like, this they is have it. no other option. <laughs> but say yes if they wanted to continue. That was it. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, it was you're in a position where they kept they wanted to keep you because you're a really good person for for their company. So I love that. Right. You 
if you have that opportunity, you should definitely take it. And I love that you took that plunge. And Yes, because uh, I was trying for a while, just asking, you know, but it was difficult to get to get a yes. So this way it was that would the, that would not be another answer. Is it yes or no? And you have to decide. <laughs> Well, you definitely got the perfect opportunity and I love that. So talking back to now and what you're doing right now. So you are a digital nomad and you are currently in Thailand in Southeast Asia. So walk us through your life, what your day-to-day life is like as a remote worker here and how you manage to do this on your own. Okay, so it has been very different. Like every month can be different. It depends where I am. So when I arrived, I went to Phuket. Phuket is the most touristy place all over Thailand. There's a lot, a lot of Western people there. And when I arrived, uh, Thailand was still on this sandbox program that you have to do some, they call it quarantine, but it's not actually a quarantine So the first week I stayed in the same place and that was how I met some people because I was in a hostel because now I'm not in a hostel, just the first week Uh, because I I always find hostels the best place to meet people uh, with the same mind or same ideas like or similar to, to, to mine. So, yeah, the first week I stayed in a hostel, I met some people and those people led me to meet more people. So, yeah, the first four months I stayed in Phuket and I met a lot of people. So I met this guy when I was at the hostel and that week was the busiest of all because he was there and I had a friend every day and we were out every day. So then he left, but I met other friends of him. So then I started to hang out with with his friends. Then those friends led me to some other friends, you know. So the first four months, I was never on my own. And that was was something I was kind of afraid of because my experience in Vietnam was so so different because I had a Vietnamese family that I knew that was there for me. But here I had absolutely no one. I knew no one from Thailand. I came completely by myself. And I I also met people on Instagram. It was actually a Portuguese couple that they, um, some page shared my story and they saw that I was Portuguese and they text me and I also met people like that. So, yeah, the first four months in Phuket, it was like that, very busy, always meeting people. Like, I, I have my job, I work, usually I work at home or I can go to a nice coffee place with beach view Whatever I can work where I want as long as I have good uh, good Wi-Fi, it's fine. Yeah, so basically that those were the the first four months were like that. I'm working home. Uh, some days I like tired of being home. I go to a coffee place and I work there. And then I would go. I was going to the beach because I w- I was living next to the beach, like ten minutes away, and that was my life. <laughs> Yeah. And it seems like a really good life, right? You you made friends and you were right by the beach. That's 
always a good thing because after work, you can always go there and, and relax. Now, for you, what would you suggest is the best way to choose the right place for you to settle? Because there's a lot of different spots in Thailand. How did you know where you should settle and what was the best way to do that? Yeah, first I uh, yeah I was searching for the places uh, with more digital nomads. Actually, my idea was to go to Chiang Mai, that is the most famous place in Thailand for digital nomads. There is a big digital nomad community over there, and I was thinking to go there. But I also learned that there are a lot of people in in Phuket, and I was thinking that I have never lived so nearby the beach and I would like to have that experience and being able to go to the beach for sunset every day because I have never lived a life like that so yeah my first idea was to go to Chiang Mai but I landed in Phuket and I liked it so I was not planning to stay in Phuket for that long (laughs) but I enjoyed that thing of going to the beach after work and eat there or have a drink there so I decided to stay next to the beach that was the main thing that moved me to stay uh, in uh, in Phuket otherwise I would go to the place uh, where there are more more uh, digital nomads and that you can find by searching on Google yeah I mean it's it's just a lot of you know making sure you're doing a research and also once you get to the area you can always travel a bit to see which one feels more like home to you and that's exactly, exactly. what you were able to yes. do Paula which which I love so now that you found Phuket you decided to settle there how did you find a long term stay type of place right where you can stay there for a longer period of time because this is another thing that could be really hard to do is finding a place and making sure that you can trust who you're dealing with and also have really good internet because that's what we need so that we can keep working remotely yes so i stayed in phuket for four months but i am in thailand for six more than six already so i moved from phuket so I stayed there four months and the thing when I moved to Thailand was I, I'm working there, but I want to know the country too. So when I was in Phuket, I was, when I could, I was visiting the most touristic places, uh, different beaches, whatever. I was always going to different places. And there was a point that I found out that there's not much more for me to see in Phuket. So I decided to leave. And I went to this this island there there's basically no one there is called Kolanta. <laughs> and it's very remote, but still the, the, the internet was working. I was in this beautiful bungalow just one minute away from the beach. And then as the island is small, um, I decided to move to Krabi. Right now I'm in Krabi. So I'm doing a little bit of this. Like I'm working and I'm exploring the places nearby. When I'm done of exploring what's around the area where I'm staying, I move. So I have this open mind um, that I don't need to be settled in a place. My focus is on meeting new places and meeting new things. My, My focus is not about being safe and secure. My focus now is to meet new places. So when I'm done with one place, 
I will move. That's why I say, my friends, oh, well, you, I can tell you where I will be next month because I don't know. <laughs> I just go day by day. Yeah. So when you go to different places, how are you able to find the accommodations that you have, like where you're staying, whether it's an apartment or a hostel, things like that? Or maybe if you're settling there for several months, how do you find a place that's more for a longer stay? Okay, so when I move, I I always move at least one month. Um, uh, And that's the the hardest part is it's to know that it's a lot of work uh, to move and to find a new place that you can trust. That's the worst part of it. But uh, the idea that I would be able to explore other things, it's more exciting and overcomes that, that thought. Yeah, basically, usually what I do is uh, searching on Facebook. There are several Facebook groups uh, for accommodation in the different places. And usually that's what I do. So when I moved to Kolanta, I already had a place in mind um, that I have searched on Facebook. And so I went to Kolanta and I went directly to that place and talked to them and see the place. And only after seeing the place and talk to the people is that I decide to move there. Okay, so before going to a place, I have some options in my mind. Uh, the first day I'm not like settling. Um, the first day I'll, I'll go there and explore around and see if I like the place or not. And just after that, I decide if I want to stay or not. This is how I have been doing. I love that. And it also makes you uh, more adventurous and it allows you to explore a lot of different things. So do you even have a typical day for yourself, Paula, when when you're in uh, in Southeast Asia, when you're traveling? Like what what is a typical day for you in, in this case? Well, they can all be very different. Just when I'm working, is the same. I wake up, I work, and after um, after work, I go to the beach. That's usually my work days are always like that. Usually, I end up um, with a beach sunset. Uh, and during the weekend, that's when I do my uh, my exploring thing. In the week, I research places nearby. And weekend, it's never the same. It's never the same day. I'm I'm basically traveling during the weekend. So it's never the same. The same days are weekdays when I work. Those are basically the same, yeah. Yeah, and that's great when you go to a place and it's new to you, but you still have to work. It is like a typical work week. Like you're at home because you still need to stay somewhere where it's stable, but then you do have the weekend to explore um, and you don't have to rush because you you're there for a longer period of time and it's so much more sustainable that way. Yes, yes, exactly. Like I know that I have a lot of time. So yeah, I do things slowly one weekend. I can just stay at the beach nearby and go nowhere. So yeah, as I'm staying for as long as I want in a place, it's fine. Absolutely. I love that. These are such great tips for us, Paula. And thank you for sharing with us, you know, what a typical quote unquote (laughs) life is like or daily life is like for you as a digital nomad in Thailand. Um, It's so interesting to to learn more about this. (laughs) Thank you, Paula. If our listeners want to learn more about you, where can they find you? 
so they can find me on my blog uh, whileyoustayhome.com uh, where I share about about the days when I explore, not about the days that I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> I share about my exploring experiences and they can check on my Instagram. It's the same uh, at whileyoustayhome. And follow uh, on Instagram. I'm more on a daily basis updating. <laughs> Maybe not just exploring, but but yeah, they can follow me there. Whileyoustayhome.com or Instagram is the same. Love it. Thank you so much, Paula. We really appreciate you for sharing all of your tips with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Paula. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she turned a backpack trip into a lifelong freedom journey. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Live. I'll talk to you soon.